shit, everybody. Hello and welcome to another episode of Canadian Talk. We are here again. We're doing it again. Uh, what a week. We were... I, um... Went on somebody else's podcast show for the first time ever. Uh... It was the Ben Bankish show. He is a fucking tremendous comedian here in Canada, honestly. The only comedian really spitting real game out there right now. That fucking sounds stupid. I'm going to stop using slang. He is the only comedian who's really, really pushing the envelope out there today. Uh, he had the best takes on COVID. And, and uh, yeah, so we're, we've been friends. Because, of course, you know, naturally I reached out to this guy because he's an impressive person. That's the type of people we get on this show. I reached out to him and way back in the day and he came on the show last year this year he was on another tour and I was like hey come on through and uh, he we shacked up uh, he shacked up in one of my uh, properties there and oh man we had a week together I tell you it was a good times good fucking times man um, what a, what a tremendous guy like you know now now that I've gotten to know the guy it's it's amazing his discipline you know uh, honestly, I might fucking quit drinking after meeting this guy. Uh, every day, wanted to go to the gym. Doesn't even drink. Like, you know, sometimes he'll do a shot before he goes on stage or whatever. And, I, and sometimes he'll drink a beer on stage if somebody gets it for him. But I was like, I thought this guy was a drinker. Not at all. Just fucking razor sharp. Razor sharp. And uh, so that was just so impressive. That was the, probably the overarching thing that was impressive to me from the whole, the whole getting to know this fella. Uh, but yeah, I'm happy to say that me and me and <laughs> I have a new friend uh, in podcasting and holy shit. I, so go check out that episode. It uh, it turned out pretty good. And uh, oh, man, <coughs> just exciting in general, I tell you. So I did his show and it turned out pretty good. There was we were we were a good team surprisingly enough. Like we had good banter. It was like he it kind of reminded me of of Bert and Tom a little bit. You know, where he is sort of like Bert and I was kind of like Tom or or Matt and Shane, where he was sort of like Matt and I was sort of like Shane. I, I mean, I hate to take the Shane one in that analogy because Shane is the better comedian, some would say, than Matt. But, you know, not everything has to line up, okay? Just in the sense of the podcasting style, that was sort of how it came out because Shane is more of a quiet podcaster. So, but, uh, yeah, what an incredible week. Uh, I got to... He came, so basically, yeah, like, you know, he was, he, he needed a place to stay in town. He's on his tour. And I was like, hell yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's make some, let's make some fucking hot casts. And he was like, I don't see why not. And uh, so we did it and it went, it went good. I'm, I'm very excited. There's still another episode to come. So episode 71, hopefully of my show, if he's able to have some free time on his tour and send me the audio file. Episode 71, so the one after this one, will be me and him again. Uh, another another good hour and a half of us chatting. Uh, that first one that was put up, like if you've seen that other episode, it was 
it's on his through it's through his channel you know and eventually I might post uh, post it on mine too but that was honestly probably the the weaker hour of 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 our all of our podcasting so get ready for some good shit and uh there's lots of funny clips coming out and everything like that too I'm super excited for that so god we should have had you on mic today it's kind of a little annoying because I, I want to talk to you, but I can't because the moment you start talking, nobody can hear you. You know what I'm saying? So I can't even really ask you questions or it's, or it's low points in the pod. Um, so uh, I, I, so I'll talk more about it, okay? Ben's going to be listening to this, and he's going to go, Jesus, he'll cringe because I'm talking about him too much. But So I decided to like stay on on the property that he was staying at like there's a big shop in the back that has like a a stove and he was chirping me throughout his podcast about staying in this shop but honestly I loved it like it, it was super comfy it's got a it's got a wood-burning stove obviously this is the same shop right here that I stayed in so um it's insulated I mean what is there to complain about it's the same as a house it just has a concrete floor I mean what's the what's the problem with that there's no problem so yeah concrete floors are fancy just they just need to be heated i suppose or they're real cold you know like yeah and it would be nice if it was flat <laughs> oh so what else oh did i even i brought my phone here okay let's see what else we got going on um oh man let's just talk about in, inside baseball for a little moment thanks to all of the new listeners who are, are here now um the subscribers fucking doubled like they went up by 40 or 50 on every platform and i'm getting new followers every day since since uh the ben Bankish show so thank you to all you guys for following the show i hope i i'm gonna make more good content for you this is just gonna be a good old podcast uh and it's not going anywhere so if you if you hit your wagon to this you don't expect there to be a dry wednesday because I am not giving up anytime soon. Your Wednesdays will be filled with uh, my voice. So, what else we got going on here? Let's look at the list and see if we got any current eventskis. Oh, geez. That Alex Galchenyuk his, uh, DUI video. So, basically, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, Alex Gal- Galchenyuk is a Russian hockey player. He plays in the NHL and uh, recently was released. And so he's back in Russia. And then when he was in Russia, I guess he went out one night and did a little drinking, did a little partying. And he ended up in the back of a cop car. And that means he's on video. And he was saying some wild shit. He was like telling the guy, one phone call and I will end your entire bloodline like saying that he's gonna send a fucking hit he's in a cop car and he's saying he's gonna send out a hitman on a cop like that for an average person like I'm amazed he's he's not gonna go to jail or anything but for an average person making threats like that to a cop I'm pretty sure would end you up in jail for a while like and he just got away with it so kinda weird I mean You know what I just decided to? I just decided that uh, in a minute here, we're going to take a break and we are going to get you on mic. Um, so 
that video was pretty wild, and I just want to say I wish the best to that fella there. I mean, I'm not going to say that I haven't... So this is where the comedy starts, right? I'm not going to say that I haven't had thoughts like the words he was saying. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what's weird about when people do stuff like that, is it's hard to be like, oh, no, I have never thought... I hated a person so much, I was like, I, I want to kill you or kill your whole family. I... Sorry? It's intrusive thoughts. So, and, and, and if you're an honest person, you, you have to realize that those thoughts are there. They exist. Because, you know, 500 years ago, there is a decent chance that somebody in, who I'm related to killed somebody. 200 years ago, probably. Or even closer. Who knows? I wonder how close in my lineage was the most recent murder. You know what I mean? Like, I sometimes, I know, I don't think any uncles or grandpas or like that have killed anybody of course or any women in the family I don't think they've killed anybody but I wonder if like my great grandpa or my great great grandpa have have ever killed anybody yeah I wonder about that uh, that'd be it's interesting to know you know I wonder if they'd have that on ancestry.com <laughs> yes back in England uh, I used to have a good lineage so I've been told and um, we lost it all Thanks to this stuff right here. No, thanks to, thanks to, we came to Canada and, you know, it's bleak. It's hard to, when you, imagine the downgrade, living in the UK and then coming to Canada and living in PEI. You would have been like, what the fuck did I do? You know, PEI gets 60 feet of snow a year. It, every year you are buried by snow. Um, it doesn't get that cold. But, I mean, it's either snowing or raining there at all times. So, yeah, I can imagine that was pretty depressing for, you know, they were like, hey, I understand rain, but, like, because imagine in the U.K. It rains a lot in the U.K., I think. Also, the murder scene in PEI. Oh, who, who's murdering? Oh, oh, maybe. That's why. They, yeah, maybe they started killing people in PEI. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yep. So, anyway... I wish the best to Alex Galchenyuk. I tell you, brother, I, I have, I feel you, but you can't be doing that in a cop car. You've got to stop yourself. <laughs> you got to have a little bit of contextual awareness. Journaling's a thing. Journal, yeah. yeah, just have a journal in your back pocket. Fuck you, I would have fucking. Make little mini movies in your mind, whatever Yeah, do the mini movies. Just stick to a mini movie, Alex. <laughs> just chill a little bit on the words, okay? All right. So, um, what else do we got here? My list for this episode literally says Ben Bankus and Alex Gelchenyuk. So, <laughs> that's all we have, people, for the list on today. Uh, we're going to take a little quick break, and maybe we're going to get ourselves back here with a, with a producer actually on mic. And uh, so, thanks for tuning in so far. Thank you to Bush Beer for making cheap, cheap beer down there in America. And thanks to Great Western. Thanks to. Thanks to the Canadian government for allowing me to carve out such a wonderful life in your country. That's why we've named this Canadian Talk, because at the end of the day, you may think, if you're a fucking government person watching this right now, you may think that we are a right-leaning podcast, but we are not. We love you. Uh, don't audit us. <laughs> don't, don't pass the UBI bill, please. That's going to fucking screw everything up. Or maybe it'll send houses even more. Maybe UBI would be good because then houses will go up even more. But then that'll cause a fucking bubble. We can't have UBI. Maybe, you know. Anyway. All right. 
Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you in a second. So, folks, this is a podcast. We are so thankful that you're here. Um, we have been getting some good interviews lately, and it will continue. But what I want you to know is that ultimately this show is going to be this. So, <coughs> so guests are one thing, but um, I'm just happy that you're here because what I want to do is not just talk to fucking crazy guys out there who are like writing one-liner jokes or crazy guys who are like like cultural influencers like I think that Ben is that honestly because mm-hmm. he talks about such important stuff you know he is like the opposite of well it's pretty easy to find opposites of Rick though because I mean he is like a specific thing and basically any comedian who tells a story is like the opposite of so anyway but but in terms of the content too because Rick I guess if you think about it Rick doesn't really tackle any you know heavy hitting topics he is kind of just like Women, they look at me, they think I have a small penis, but I do not. Like, you know, it's kind of like stuff like that. Yeah, he mainly talks about himself. He talks about himself and just kind of aesthetic and appearance and basic stuff. Not like, yeah. you know, not like whatever, Israel-Palestine or the homelessness crisis. He is not talking about the homelessness crisis. Yeah. He's not talking about COVID. Thank but, God. Uh, so, yeah, we've been getting some good guests on, and we are so happy about that. But we're mostly just happy that you're here and we're, we're, we hope that we can form a community where we can talk. And uh, honestly, I want to see more comments out of the people that watch the, sh- the show. Like, don't be afraid to comment. Uh, this is not out of reach. Just comment, ask us questions, tell us what you want us to talk about. It's totally fine. You're not going to hurt my feelings. You can call me a colonizing racist, and you're not going to hurt my feelings. Uh, we welcome your your comments. So go ahead and do that. Um, I've been watching the Adam Friedland show a lot. It's really creeping into my repertoire for... Is that the right word? Rep, re- repertoire? Of podcasts yeah, that I watch? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Uh, it's been creeping in there. That, that show is so funny, and I'm not really sure I understand why. Ugh. You know? And that is... It's kind of what I'm trying to create here. Yeah. But, like, the question is... is Am I as good as him? Because it's tough because you watch Adam and Nick and it's like they have something that seems like they're not doing anything special, but they are. Mm-hmm. They are, you know, and I just I, I want to figure out how to do that or, you know. So, yes. So back to it. We have we have an, a new episode out with Ben. Go check that out if you haven't done that yet. You will laugh. Um, you will shit bricks and the episode that's coming out next next Wednesday it will be out on his Patreon this coming Thursday so if you want to see it ahead of time audio only uh, it will be on Ben Bankus's Patreon on Thursday is what I've been informed of so you can go check that out also uh, I'm just going to keep promoting this guy because he did so much for us coming on the show uh, and putting me on his show uh, he is on tour right now in BC. So if, if you're watching this right now and you don't have tickets for any of the shows up there, I think a lot of them are sold out, but BC, and he may have canceled Edmonton, but he's also going to Edmonton, I think, after he does four or five shows in BC. But anyway, I might be too late on that too because I think that if this comes out on Wednesday, Wednesday is like the 20-something. Wednesday is one day 
No. 20 seconds. This is too late to plug his shows. You're too late. The shows are sold out. I'm sorry. Oh. Just go on his website. Yeah, his on his website. website. Shows, it's it's really nice. Yeah, there I will be more great. shows. I know he's doing yeah. show a show in back in Ontario when he gets back there. So. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Very fun guy to podcast with. Um, amazing guy to watch on stage. I tell you. Um, I learned a lot from him while he was here. Like, and I think he learned a lot from me. Like, just mm -hmm. in terms of health and fitness, that's pretty much all he learned <laughs> from me. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, he taught me a lot about, about, uh, I guess, acting and, and uh, nice. comedy and stuff like that. Yeah. Motivation, even. Because he's a very motivated guy, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know how he's able, I don't know how a person's able to, 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 to do that. I'm not there yet anyway, Aww. but like to travel to a city and like the, if you've ever traveled, the mode that you're in when you travel, how do you get up on stage and be like, Hey guys, fucking, how's it going? Like you want to just go and sleep, Ugh. you know? I, I think it's exciting. You probably get an adrenaline rush. Adrenaline rush, before. you think? Yeah. Yeah. I honestly... It's, it's amazing to me, and I admire it, so. Aww. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, what else? I mean. Did you, you went to a Coors event center with him. You so like, we went. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, I went to the show with him uh, that he had here at, in Saskatoon, and it was a real cool venue. It's called the Coors Event Center, and we, I got to, like, go in there and freaking get him up on stage, and, uh, um, I got to hang out in the green room and I got to hang out with them before the show and it was so cool What a cool place like just hallways and then you go down like 40 stairs to this deep ass basement Roofs leaking everywhere. It literally smells like sewage. Oh, but then no. there's this back room in the back It's just it's so quiet and so like cool There's vents like if you if you are walking around in there And I, I think that this is what most most green rooms are like because they have to be hidden right mm -hmm. and but oh my god I loved it. There was like signatures of all the different bands on the walls all the different comedians that have been there uh i'm pretty sure i saw jim jeffrey's signature on there no. and um so that was pretty cool and there was a bathroom in there there was a fridge we, he, he, i imagine he has like a writer where he asked for some stuff but there was like five red bulls five aquafinas and uh a bunch of mgds yeah so but uh, he said i think he said he, he could only only had the choice between two beers it was either mgd or coors light really so i was like ah, mgd good choice over coors light you know if, if you were to go to a venue and had like a green room is the space where comedians yeah. go to hang out right yeah, yeah what would be like because you let's say you can have like a an odd request like let's mm. say you have a bowl of only red m&ms what would mm. be your well there would have to be beer of course so i would need at least yeah. six to ten beer like what he had which is yeah. sick um would you have it at a certain I'd, temperature, though? I'd probably want some seeds, probably yeah. some sunflower seeds, in yeah. case I'm hungry before the thing, like or pumpkin seeds. Yeah. So that would be probably my weird one. Is I, I like seeds more than seeds. the average person. So I'd probably, that'd be my weird one, is some seeds. <coughs> Excuse me, geez. We have a windy day right now. Like, it's you can't hear it in the studio here, but there is fucking wind right now. <laughs> it is so, so windy out. But beautiful day. Like, this light is coming through. I'm hoping that it doesn't wash me out too bad on this camera, but, you know, should be fine. So, um, yeah, we spent some time in this green room, and, man, we had the nervous, the nerves before a show. Like, it's interesting to be around performers and stuff. 
pre-show and stuff like that because they're in their comedy mode so they're like they're like laughing and they're kind of like listening mm -hmm. but they're also very nervous mm -hmm. so it's kind of like weird you know but that energy was very fun to be around especially because i didn't have to do anything i could just sit there and just enjoy it yeah, drink, take freaking shits and yeah I, oh i was i used you the took bathroom a, you took the bath you took a shit in the bathroom yes but only after we went up <laughs> yeah that's unlike you. You usually have uh, just in the morning. Pre yeah, I yeah. know. But uh, it was it, there was a shower in the in the green room. Did you shower? In the I did not shower, oh. but I wanted to. Yeah, you should have. You should have just went wild. Yeah, it was it was a cool yeah. little bathroom and cool green room. And oh my god, the nerves when you go through that door that takes you from the back to where everybody is, mm -hmm. and they're like, "We're ready for you." The nerves when that lady's looking at you. And she's like, are you ready? And you're like, no. Uh, no. <laughs> but yes. You know, oh, what an amazing feeling. What an amazing feeling. And Coors Event Center, too, is particularly crazy to, to be the first time I ever am involved in something like this because of how it's set up. Like, it's set up, like, very good. It's set up just like the Vulcan in, in, tex in Texas there because it's got the two levels that are literally right on top of the stage, basically. Mm -hmm. But it just, as a newbie, it makes you feel so intimidated. Aww. Oh, my God. Yeah. Terrifying. So, uh, but yeah, I just, uh, I hung around and I watched the shows. So the opener was Sean Cuthand. He did okay. Um, uh, you know, and then I basically just, it was kind of cool because I got to watch the, I bought tickets anyway, but I got to watch, Ben was like, you didn't have to w buy tickets. I was like, yeah. Aw, yeah. gotta support the dude. I will anyway. Yeah. yeah, but there was an abandoned bar off to the side in the Coors Event Center. That's such a cool place. And I just kind of basically paced back and forth back there. And mm. there was these big pillars I could sneak through and just kind of look and watch. Yeah. And just paced nervously and watch their, their two sets. And, um, geez, this might be a boring podcast for the average person a little bit niche uh god what else is going on tell me what else is going on in the world anything in the world hmm. dang i don't know um oh i've got a few of my friends are like obviously because i've been doing this now for four years it's been quite the ride but a few of my friends now are wanting to get into it as well Oh, the podcast. Like not just thing. my friends that I've made on the podcast are friends that are my like professors or people I meet through my life now. Old friends. I have a couple of old friends who are thinking about getting into this. Mm. And I am so like humbled by it. <laughs> like it, I, I'm humbled by it. That's the only way I could put it like with how I feel about it. I'm so happy that that like people I know and care about like see the value in it and like want to do it themselves mm -hmm. you know inspiration I feel like I've inspired people that's what it feels like Aww. you know so yeah um what else I'm hoping to do some commentary for the the, Hus the University of Saskatchewan Huskies hockey team this year mm -hmm. just working out some kinks on that uh that should be pretty fun um but yeah we are just we're entering into winter now the cold is coming how do you feel about that? Do you like the cold? I'm starting to like it a little more this year, I think, because I'm finally with someone who wants to do things outside. Um, 
who is not afraid to push me out the door. <laughs> push you out the door? Yeah, just like, let's go. <laughs> Don't be a stick in the mud. Um, I have a different pair of skates this year. I usually wear hockey skates, but mm-hmm. now I have a girly set of figure skates, which I'm pumped about. Nice. What happened to your hockey skates? Uh, Back at home somewhere? Well, I was moving out of the townhouse. You leave them? I, I left you them. Abandoned I them. abandoned them. Your boots? Yeah. You abandoned your fucking knife boots. Yeah. God. I know. Sin. Yeah, that's a, that's a sin worthy of a zin. Yeah. You better they, put one in. They were that in all rhymed. Holy shit. <laughs> Easy now. They were in rough shape. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. I'm glad you got it. You're going to have a fun winter then, hey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. planning to do lots of skiing this winter. Yeah. Do you like skiing? Did we talk about this already on a different app? I think so. I think we did, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're going to do, I'm going to do lots <clears throat> of skiing. Um, God, what else? I mean, I'm really hoping this winter, I'm hoping to do a lot of fucking carpentry. I know that that's weird, but like, I just love. Now that I'm not putting, I'm not building structures. I haven't, I, I took a year off building structures. I'm done with the, the two that I just built. Mm-hmm. I'm getting like, I'm jonesing for wood. That's all. <laughs> oh, that sounds horrible. But like, I, I just want to smash apart some. Do you, do you drink IPAs if you're jonesing for wood? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So, um, I just, I want to smash apart pallets, which I love to do. It's one of my favorite hobbies is just smashing things apart. And then getting something out of it. Like, I don't like to smash things apart and, and just make a mess. Mm-hmm. I like to at least have some gain out of it. Yeah. You know? Man, my voice is a little bit hoarse. Oh. oh I feel I'm like because Ben was talking so six... much, I haven't been doing enough talking, so my, oh. I don't have a powerful voice right now. Mm. I'm also not, like, used to lean, being leaned back like this in this chair while I talk my pot. I'm used to being kind of more up here. Oh. I, I maybe should have grabbed the old leather chairs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, God, um, the Israel-Palestine war, I still feel like I understand zero about this thing. Like, for God's sakes, like what Ben called, he called it an open-air prison or whatever. But like, and I, my joke on his pod was, and I don't know, actually, I think this, this jokes were, I made this joke in, in the first episode, but this is also, this is in the next episode. Uh, by the way, episode 71, I have, he just has the audio for his Patreon, but I have the video and he hasn't asked me for it yet. So episode 71, will have video and audio of that episode. Um, the way I refer to their building, I'm not going to lie. Okay. I built this joke off of listening to Gillis and in his pod, when they were joking about Israel, Palestine, he, his joke, and this is five minutes in, he goes, uh, Matt, Matt goes, he goes, uh, Geez, you know, this Israel-Palestine thing, it's pretty rough. It's rough down there. I don't really know why they care about the area so much. And then Shane goes, I mean, like, could you just build better houses? Like, I, I can't remember ex- the exact phrasing, but it was very funny. But, like, their structures are garbage. They're just sandcastles. Um, mm. And, I mean, that is part of the problem. I mean, if you have people living in that type of environment, they're not going to be good. You know, and sorry to use such broad terms like the person is not going to be good. The Palestinian and the Israelite are not going to be good, but it's just, I don't want to be specific because I'm not trying to like attack anyone here. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm just talking about the general things about a person's environment is super important, you know? And like the other analogies I was trying to draw when I was talking to Ben about the whole thing 
uh, is that it's a lot like Chile and Argentina, right? It's the same thing in the sense that Argentina has built, has pushed Chile over to the border, essentially made it so their borders are like 100 kilometers from the shoreline, mm -hmm. so basically nothing. But Chile's still there, and the infa what infrastructure is there is basically, it's Argentina's. They, they, it's, their, it's their infrastructure. Chile has to pay for it. And in turn, Chile is just a disaster of a country. Mm. They, they don't have money. They, they don't have a government. They don't have anything. But the people are happy because they're on the shoreline. They're fishing. They're happy. So, but it's still the same type of a situation. And in Chile, they don't need as good of infrastructure because it doesn't get that cold down there. Um, and what else would make their infrastructure better? I guess there is a lot more vegetation down there. So they're able, they just got more wood and things like that to do stuff. But in Palestine, I'm going to call it Palestine in terms of the area, that whole area there around Jordan, like the whole area that's, that they're fighting over. I'll just call it Palestine because it is. It's ancient Palestine, but Israel is there. Uh, so it's the same thing. And as far as Ben made me understand, it's basically Israel is like Argentina in the sense that they built all the buildings, they've done all the plumbing, they've done all the electricity. So for Palestinians to live there, they have to pay money to Israelites, to, to, to the Israel people who run the area even though they don't occupy the area that off that much. So, and that will naturally create animosity, just like what you're starting to, that's what you see in South America too, but nobody really cares about the animosity in South America. We're just like, oh, those crazy people down there. We don't, we don't seem to care as much. Mm -hmm. You gotta be closer to the equator or north for us to care, for everybody to care about you. Mm -hmm. So, but anyway, I mean, so, you have a conflict there for, over an area that you, is unlivable anyway, so, it really, it feels like, and this is what I kept telling Ben too, is that it does just feel a little false flaggy. Like it feels like it's a little bit of a distraction. Mm. Like, uh, you know, especially from the Ukraine, Russia thing. It's like, they're just, that is kind of done with. And I mean, they're trying to, cause they, it's just, we're sending them all this money because we have to be loyal to Ukraine. We have to, they're part of NATO. So the media is trying, I think, to push the narrative away from that so that the politicians don't have to cater to it because the politicians will cater to the media because they need to cater to the votes and the media is what feeds that to the people. So it's just, it's a, it's a domino effect if they keep talking about Ukraine. So they need to stop talking about Ukraine so the tax money just fucking stays over here because the, that is really a lot sometimes of what I think of what the West is. As we've talked about this before, but like in terms of the global relationships, it's like the West is like the sister sort of. Mm -hmm. And the you know the middle of the the center of the world is kind of neutralish, but starting to get more masculine. And as you go right, and it just becomes more like the brother, mm -hmm. or the dad, or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. The dad and the mom are in the middle, and then the brother and sister are on the far sides. If you're imagining like a standard map of the world, you know, Australia would definitely qualify as a brother. I mean, yeah. they have fucking like little bugs that can kill you. So anyway. Because that's a, then that's a brother, right? Like a brother can kill you with like poke you in the throat. Or, no, wait, I, I just love the nasty bugs. Like here, check this out. <laughs> yeah. Bring it closer to you. Yeah. So, in so in conclusion, I do feel the Israel-Palestine is, a, and this is not to put any damper on all of their outrage and stuff, but in terms of a of a neutral take on all this stuff, if you want a British take on all this stuff, it it it. 
it is an area you shouldn't be worried about anyway. It has biblical significance, I get that, but let go of that. Let go of that. It's just a bunch of sand castles anyway. So, and um, the reality is, is that there has not been, you know, as much as they want to hold, as much as they want to, you know, have people running through the streets holding their burnt babies or whatever, at the end of the day, the casualties aren't that high. Mm. We're talking about 1,000 people on one side, 3,000 people on the other side. That's what they're saying. Mm. Double it, triple it. It's still not that much casualties. So it feels a little false flag. And uh, yeah, like just forget about, like honestly, the whole media is, it feels like it has seasonal depression sometimes. Like where right as winter's coming, they start talking about wars. Winter's done, they start talking about prosperity. It's just like, because the, the people that are in those industries, the people that are in media are usually very m emotional. Mm. You know, it's an industry, first off, that's dominated by women. But the men that are in it are usually feminine types of women or because you have to I, honestly to understand aesthetic and 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 messaging to that level. I think you have to have a real feminine brain, mm. you know, because I don't think the masculine brain can comprehend it so much like marketing. And that's actually honestly one of the biggest themes from Mad Men, which is a which is a nine season series about marketing in the 80s. Oh. But yeah, I mean, it's a feminine industry dominated. So, <sighs> yeah, just the idea of making stuff look good and things that that's a that's a feminine mm -hmm. intuition. So anyway, I mean, shit, we're probably getting close to an episode here, but. Yeah. Let's try to put a few ribbons on this. I mean, it's sad. I, I feel bad for everybody. It's just ultimately too. It is just it really. And this like we're just gonna go comedy here for a little bit, people. Like just don't get offended. But the reality is, is really these are just a bunch of people who are disagreeing over the. And there's a can rolling in the wind. I don't think the mics will pick that up. Uh, it really is just a fucking disagreement about whether Jesus was brown or white. Like, holy shit, that wind is neat. Oh, we're losing some insulation. Oh. <laughs> it is, we might have like a little, a little, that feels like 50, 60 kilometer an hour winds out there. That's approaching tornado territory. Really? Yeah. Jeez, that's windy. Do you have insurance for tornadoes in this? Garage? Oh, it wouldn't do anything. I'd lose a couple shingles. I'll go get them. I'll go grab them and put them back. No, I meant like, is the garage insured? Is the podcast you Oh, we're insured? all insured. Yeah. We're good. We're tornado insured. Tornado coverage? Yeah, but the yeah. thing is, is honestly... When you have a $2,500 deductible, it has to destroy your whole roof or it's not even worth it to make a claim, you know? Yeah. Like house insurance. So anyway, uh, sorry, let me put a bow on this important. <laughs> is Oh, I was going to actually go comedy with it. Okay. Is that really it's just a fucking disagreement over whether Jesus was white or brown and who has rights to the region. Like, who cares? Honestly, like, like if it's an open air prison anyway, that means you shouldn't want to live there. So why do you want me to care? Go away from there, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay, we've got all these beautiful people coming over to the West. Pretty much come over to the West and keep coming by our expensive houses, please. <laughs> keep pushing our real estate up because uh, you really, there is nowhere, there is really nowhere else good to live right now. Like all those old ancient places, like where the Bible took place. I mean, look at them. Like I said, a bunch of sandcastles getting blown around in the wind and rockets shooting everywhere and so 
So yeah, I'm sorry about uh, your wars, and uh, but that's all I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. You're not gonna hear me talk about it again, because honestly, I'm on to the next thing now, because I think that those types of racial-based wars are not something that should be promoted. Uh, ultimately, too, yeah, like I said, the only reason you're even hearing about it is because it's Jewish people involved. Uh, if it was. If a thousand whites died somewhere else, like, honestly, Chileans are basically whites. They're like South Americans who are very pale-skinned. Like, they're basically whites. And a thousand of them can die, and you don't even hear about it, you know? So, mm -hmm. it's because they don't own NBC. Oh, NBC is the Asian one. So, the Jews don't own NBC, but they own ABC, you know, or whatever, all the other ones. <laughs> so. All right, uh... Yeah, the hockey season has started. I'm going to be commentating, hopefully, for the university team here in my city. What else? Uh, Hockey's already started. Hockey has started. Yeah, hockey starts sort of late October. October, November. Yeah, it started about three weeks ago, sort of. So, like, we're like two or three games into the season. But I haven't gotten any invites yet to, for any subbing. I'm a little sad. I want to get on the ice. God. Yeah. And you know what sucks is that usually it's not good for outdoor rinks until like a month from now, December 15th, December, early December, because mm -hmm. I'm going to be hitting the outdoor rink hard this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, let's keep it short and sweet. That's probably an episode, unless something else comes to mind here. Oh, my God. Uh, this may have happened two months ago. I don't know how bad our media is up here in the arctic like where we fucking live in the tundra <laughs> but i just it just came across my understanding of this video of uh, uh fowler and, and another guy there they were walking up to the first tee for a golf tournament a pretty big golf tournament and a crazy protester fan went running up onto the first tee box bert kreischer was there for some reason oh. and he fucking runs and he doesn't tack it was it was a a short like South American Asian woman I didn't see what her ethnicity was for sure but that's what she was and he kind of just like bear hugged her and just hey he, and he's like hey hey where are you going like, I think he said uh, I think he said he said hey where are you going something like that and he didn't say hey stop right there but he said hey where are you going just fucking bear hugged her pulled her off it's pretty fucking that's pretty heroic yeah. I, amazing though you know as a famous guy that's like the opposite of his job he could look to his left and right and see six people on either side of him whose job that was to do that. Mm -hmm. And they weren't, and he did it. Aww. You know, unless it was a, a stunt or something. I'm not putting it past him. Listen, listen, I want to get real about the big boys for a second here. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to get real about the big boys. Bert Kreischer, okay? His dad is a lawyer. Mm -hmm. He's been a lawyer for 40 or 50 years. He, he was a lawyer who was involved in defending... Scientology against the American government when they won to establish Scientology as a religion. No so his dad is essentially a lawyer of the highest standing that could ever exist in the world being involved in that type of thing. Because let's be, let's be real here. Religion is, I mean, it's, it's larceny. But like, it's legal. It's larceny that is, is guys disguised in in morality but it does provide good but it, you know ultimately it, it's a weird entity it's like a weird entity it's like a fucking platypus or something with all its different functionalities that it has built into it like it right now Scientology controls the movie industry you do not see movies that go to major theaters like Galaxy 
yeah. uh, um, like Cineflex Odeon, that don't have the budgets, that aren't supported by Scientology or Mormonism. Yeah. Those are the only movies that you see now that are, are movies that are made by, by Tom Cruise or, or somehow associated with Scientology in some creepy yeah. way. Wow. So, so my point is, is that the amount of, of influence that, that these religions and therefore these lawyers which have power over these religions the amount of power they have over the messages that are being sent to people like us regular people is incredible so i would not put it past him for him him and his family to have some connections at a golf tournament where they could be like hey let's do a little publicity stunt burt kreischer runs out and just kind of hugs a girl and let's make a clip out of it but based on how bad the video was of it it makes me feel like it's not fake because it was a bad video shitty video it was like a what was she protesting? I didn't see or hear. That's part of why it was such a shitty video. It was literally like the part where you see Bert run and grab her and it stop, the video stops. Mm-hmm. It's like two seconds. It's like two seconds. So anyway, there's a little information about that. You know, it's pretty interesting. Imagine if your dad or imagine if somebody you knew even, or, but, if, but if your literal father beat the American government not just the American government, but the American government financial lawyers in court. Yeah. That is power and intellect on, on another level. I'd feel like I would get could away do with anything. murder. Yeah, I would you could feel like you could do anything. Like, hey, Dad, I yep. got a speeding ticket. Yep. Take care of this. Yep. You know what you could? You know what you'd feel like? You'd feel like you could go on video, and be Bert Kreischer and be a comedian, go on stage, and trash everyone. Mm-hmm. Like what he used to do before he sort of reined it in. That's what he did because he wasn't afraid of anything. Yeah. So anyway. Well. There you go. That's it. That's a podcast episode. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks to uh, – just thanks to you. Thanks to the listener. Uh, I hope to see you for the next episode. It will be me and Ben talking again. Um Please subscribe to the YouTube. We are at 120 now, and a few days ago we were at 100. But keep it going. We need to get to 500, so then I could start making a little money off of this. And then I wouldn't have drywall behind me mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's sitting loosely. I would potentially have a little bit of money. <sighs> new merch coming out. No, oh, new merch December. coming out. Uh, I'm going to be posting pictures and things on the stories, and I'll actually probably post a picture right here on the pod after this. You'll see it pop up. We got shirts. We got flex fit, good quality hats, uh, better than the old shitty hats. And yeah, if you want to grab those, I mean, they'll be like, they're a little expensive. Like a hat's going to be like 40 bucks and a shirt's going to be like 35, 40 bucks. It's because I am paying so much to get them made. Okay. Sorry, but it is what it is. They're high quality. All right. That's Canadian talk episode 70 out. Thanks for listening, and any questions or concerns for the show, as well as voice recordings and voice messages that you'd like us to listen to, or advertisement inquiries, please forward those along to CanadianTalkWithStefan at gmail.com. Thanks. We also have a website, stephanjackson.ca, where you can find a back catalog of all our episodes. And we're also on YouTube, where you can find the video versions.